Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Instagram at littleempirepodcasts. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy. Welcome to the friend zone, number 32, with your two friends, Tim Bat and Guy Montgomery. Great throw. Thank you. It was, uh, it was a good pitch, it was a good delivery. Yeah. And then and you knocked it out of the park with your own name, in the nick of time, Guy. We're winding down what has been uh, a bumper year in the, in the world huge. of friendships. You couldn't deny how big it's been. And that's why this friend zone is going to be our annual countdown for the year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Uh, So in between all of the correspondence that we'll be reading of the people who listen to uh, The Worst Idea of All Time, which is a podcast in which Guy and I watch and review the same movie once a week, every week for 52 weeks this year we're doing We Are Your Friends. Um, In between, in betwixt... Those letters we're going to be counting down uh, our seven best moments of 2016. Okay, that's adds quite a nice sort of um, public broadcasty touch to things, doesn't it? Isn't it? it? It's uh, because I'm I'm taking this podcast to the airwaves, baby. We're going to make it a radio show, but not uh, the worst idea. Just the friend zone bit. So it's us getting a slot, reading fan mail. Terrible as always for context. Uh, Tim and I. In different places, as we are occasionally want to be. Tim, where are you? Uh, right now, I'm in the Little Empire studio, which is where I like to hang out, in Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, a beautiful place to be. And Your you, Guy? Masturbatorium, as you were calling it before <laughs> we started recording. I never said that. I am in sunny Queenstown, the jewel of the South Pacific. I'm, uh, it looking, really is. I'm looking Full out. Of British people, though. On uh, Lake Wakatipu, mm-hmm. and it's a, a, a fine and clear day here. A bite in the air this morning that promises to burn off for a truly sweltering afternoon. <laughs> Very good. Fun in the sun. Do you know how many people are going to stay in this small house that I'm living in right now? How many? There will be 20... Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before you answer that, how many people do you think should be in that house? How many is it At designed a push? Sixteen? <laughs> Oh, okay. That's a big house, dude. Uh, there's a lot of space. There's not a lot of beds. There's a lot of space. Do you want to know the okay. actual number of people who are going to stay here? Yeah. 27. 
Jesus Christ. Oh boy, you're going to have quite a time. That number is is altogether too high. See people, this is what happens when you get a property market that's out of control. People just start squatting in houses as collectives and they form their own little cities. This is how Houston started. This is exactly this is exactly how Houston started. This is what the New Year's event page is called on Facebook. Houston 2.0. Houston version 2. Um, all right, guys. Well, let's rip into the letters and the um, countdown, which I have now committed us to, which will be interesting. Coming in at number seven, best moment of 2016. Uh, it's got to be uh, that bit where Bernie Sanders was giving a speech in, from memory, Portland, Oregon, and a little birdie came and flew into the room and uh, sat upon his lectern. A oh. tr- true symbol of peace and friendship. Like Snow White. Yeah, it was like Snow White. Yeah. That's great. Uh, I And now I do, I'll read a letter, eh? I read some correspondence. Yeah, sure. Hello, Womble of Timbley Wimbledon, and who's that? Guy Montgomery. Who's that? It's Guy. Been meaning to write to you for quite some time now, as I've been an avid listener to you guys since the humble beginnings of season one. Your potty, plus other little empire titles, have been consistent yes. travel partners to me on a year traveling the world. Humble brag. And now on my daily commute in the big smoke. Last year, I met Guy and Rose at the Edinburgh Festival after running to watch their amazing show on my work break, such as my love for the cheeky work of you Kiwi comedians. What do you think of the word cheeky, Tim? I think it is apt. That's correct usage. We are cheeky. We're a cheeky people. Tell you who uses the word cheeky. That is cafes mm. who put alcohol on their breakfast menu. And instead of being like, you know, you could throw your life away by having this mimosa at 8.30, they're like, a cheeky breakfast drink. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing about throwing your life away just because I want a Bloody Mary at 9 o'clock in the morning. No, there's not. I know. I know. I kind of want Rose to be my best friend. Can you make that happen? I'd be a hashtag Matter fan for life. Tim, oh, mm-hmm. you are about to get some real nice things said to you, bro. Oh, I'll leave it out then. Nah, nah, to nah, be nah, honest, nah, nah, we nah. don't need it. Tim, your talents stretch no end, and I love the Little Empire Podcast Network with Walkout Boys and Bones of the Heart being two of my firm podcast faves, along with you and Guy, of course. In fact, so often do I make a fool of myself on public transport from laughing too much listening to all your work Particular highlights include Prawn Salad, the inception of the Steve Buscemi Mystery Tour, and the Jack Reach episode of Walkout Boys. Had to pause a number of times as I was crying with laughter. I've just signed up to the Patreon, so I can't wait to hear more of your work. I would love if you could read this out on the Friend Zone so I can be part of the worst idea of all time history. And feel free to use my name, Guy. Live every moment, drink loads of Java, all hail the Rat King, and get sentimental. Yours, Louise Watson, London, England. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> London town England that really sounds like I've written most of that it um, does that, and also very the sweet. profile photo is it looks like you've just photoshopped, photoshopped a woman's face on your body it's pretty transparent dude but I reckon I've anyway. got a I reckon I've got a good little bod for a woman you Tim you've got a you've got a great bod for a woman in general you've got a great bod Oh, thanks, guy. Hey, and thanks, Louise. That's very sweet. I'm glad um, that you appreciate it. It's uh, it's it's great to bring it all to you. That Walkout Boys episode. Walkout Boys is a podcast where our mates and comedians Joe and Nick go to 
a movie, but they have to leave at exactly the halfway point. And from memory, the, they went and saw Jack Reacher and posited that it's actually, I think, an earbud movie. It's like the latest earbud, and all the Jack Reachers are earbud movies, but no one's quite figured it out yet. It's bloody, it's good listen. Oh, um, those boys, they are silly. I shy away from those from those compliments, but I do appreciate it. It's bloody lovely. Um, Alicia, has wait, sent Tim, us some, the oh countdown continues. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, off you go. Coming in at number six in the year 2016, our annual highlight countdown. <laughs> Yeah, at six was when the mighty Black Caps got up and defeated the dastardly Australian One Day International cricket team at Seddon Park in Hamilton, making the Chapel Hadley series ours and ensuring we would hold the trophy through most of 2016. Highlights of that match included Mitchell Marsh, one of the most detestable men in cricket, hitting the ball into his foot and being caught from it and then being given out and his face being on the big screen the whole time he walked off the pitch. He was upset. The crowd was so aggressive that Steve Smith, during his concession speech, said something along the lines of, we didn't get all the calls today, and the crowd lustily booed him for the remainder of his time speaking. It was truly a great time for New Zealand cricket. So well executed. That was a good moment. Well done, yeah. I felt like I was there at the big game, the big cricket game. (laughs) Um, Elisa has written to us, and not only that guy, she's given us some goddamn money, which continues to blow my mind, that people out there in the real world are taking our virtual thing, which exists only as bits and bytes, and they're exchanging it for cold hard cash. Giving us real money. Hi there, Timbo and Guy Guy. I'm making this donation as a Christmas gift for my lovely significant other. I will pause at this point. Sorry, Guy. This is Tim. You've got Tim again. Tim's in the room. Uh, This was sent in a little while ago. I'm trying to... There's some that escaped my gaze the first time. So this is from uh, December the 11th. No worries. Making this donation as a Christmas gift for my lovely significant other, Dr. Ian Holmes. As a doctor, Ian knows that laughs are key to a healthy lifestyle and recommends listening to the worst idea of all time at least twice a week. Ian is a huge fan of your show and often spends the day after listening to your latest episode trying to perfect his own Kiwi accent. It goes about as well as when Guy attempts a Scottish accent. If you happen to read this aloud on the friend zone, please give a shout out to Ian and let him know a donation has been made in his name uh i uh, sorry to the greatest podcast of all time and not to worry i got him another gift as well happy holidays Alyssa. i like Alyssa knows us well enough to know that we were worried that was the entirety of the gift like get him (laughs) get him to give a goat to a village in africa before you make him give you know his hard-earned medicinal money we are terrible businessmen eh Every time that someone gives us money, we we shun it because it's built into our Kiwi DNA that we shouldn't have it. Yeah, <laughs> we, someone else's money. <laughs> I think we, it's part we, of our, our ramshackle charm. Uh, maybe. Or part of the reason I owe the Inland Revenue Department some money. <laughs> Time for number five on our annual Top 7 Countdown of 2016. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, my fifth favourite moment this year... Of course, um, there's no doubt about it. It's it's that day when I decided to go down to the domain um, and and just hang out in the sunshine. I, I took a day off. It was a few months ago, uh, just after Pokemon Go was released to the world, and I did a jolly big walk around a beautiful garden that we've got in our own 
uh, city in Auckland, often overlooked, right next to the hospital there in Grafton, the domain. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, I love it. I love the, the personal touch that you have you have provided us with. That was number five. Um, may I dip into another letter that was is long overdue? Yeah, I think <laughs> we're going to run into some problems here, Tim, because I also have uh, letters that are long overdue. But oh, I see. Read away. Okay, Liam says, "Hey, Jim and Ty, I recently was browsing Netflix and came across Grown Ups too. I thought, what the hell? It's Saturday night, got nothing better to do, and started watching. I have to say, I thoroughly respect you two gents for sitting through that fifty-two times. However, I have a few points to discuss that you could possibly talk about on the friend zone. Number one, whenever Shaq appears, the scene instantly gets better. He seems like a real joy to work with. Number two, at the start of the movie, when the deer runs out of the house, the mailman drops his mail, which includes a package. Is the contents of this package known, or is it similar to the MacBook Pro? changing from week to week three at the party a character who i can't remember i'm sure you you two pros might was dressed as donald trump i don't remember that could this possibly have affected the votes in the recent election (laughs) number four also (laughs) in the final party scene i noticed a familiar face among the frat boys who else but lane from pbmc2 what's he doing in there would love to hear your theories what is pbmc Paul Blart, Mall oh, Cop 2. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Sorry. Oh, you fuck. It is Lane. Who's Lane? Yeah. He's um he's a Disney kid. He's the one that Paul Blart's daughter falls in love with. Oh, um, yeah. Link? Is it? No, his name's not Link, is it? No, but I know who you're talking about. Something um, like that. He's in Grown Ups 2. Oh, he's oh, a prep boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so dumb. His name is fucking Lane, which is said in the email, and I just tried to give him a new name that starts with thou, despite the fact that I just read his correct name from we'll, Paul Blart. We'll call I him Link. Moron. And after uh, humiliatingly being defeated by the old fogies at the annual um, <laughs> crusade to the death in, wherever, in New Hampshire, wherever... Yeah, it is New Hampshire. Um, yeah, Lane right. retired to the, the cushy life of working as a bellboy in Las Vegas, Nevada. Do you remember the Donald Trump at the party? Because I don't. Vaguely. There's there's about a billion characters in that scene. Um, but good yeah. spot. Sharp eyes, Liam. Way to, way to, go, guy. Way to watch back. Coming in at number four for the annual Worst Idea of All Time Top 7 Countdown for 2016. We have comes. when the Golden State Warriors blew a 3-1 lead in the NBA Finals. Never happened before. It spawned a very hilarious week to remainder, remaining part of the year on the internet. Um, and it was just, it was great. It was just great. It was great sports. Great to see sports at its pinnacle, really. And uh, a, a, a sort of a sidebar highlight from that was... So it became a meme on the internet that uh, people would say, and the Warriors blew a three, like the Warriors blew a three-one lead. Uh, and Andrew Bogut, who was a, a player, a centre, an Australian centre for the, that very team of the Golden State Warriors, was tweeting online. He was upset because some people were going, "Why do you follow these accounts? These sort of right-leaning accounts? Um, people don't like it when athletes mix, you know, their personal Politics. opinions with their personal yes. Twitter accounts." And he said. Uh, what's the definition of a good social justice warrior? Goddamn, shaking my head, they're all idiots. And then someone tweeted back, at least the social justice warriors didn't blow a 3-1 lead against the Cleveland Cavaliers, <laughs> and the internet rejoiced. 
Very good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and now, execution of a meme. Alyssa. Mm. Hi, Timbuktu and Guyana. And hello to you. I met you boys in LA at the Now Hear This Podfest. Uh, at the Now Hear This Fest. And I bought a Pay the Boys beanie in an effort to make yes. America cost neutral again. Is this a woman whose name starts with A? No. Oh, okay. The However, the it's mid-December, typically the height of American winter, and the weather forecast is in the 60s the rest of the week. Being new to the LA area, I may have overestimated my need for a winter cap. I'm happy to contribute to the cause, but I'd also like to actually wear my worst idea of all time slash trendy gear. Am I insane? Or did you boys imagine snack mention snackbacks with the Pay the Boys design? I looked for them online but couldn't find them. Can I buy one? Because after all, tis the season, this is before Christmas, to buy things you already sort of own, even though you are up to your girls in student debt and still haven't bought anyone Christmas gifts. Maybe I'll just give everyone a kiss, because a kiss is always a gift. Best, Kara from Twitter. Good on you, Kara from Twitter. Um, I recognize Kara from Twitter. She tweets at us, and she's great. Correct. And I think I remember her at the fest as well, I think. Um, we shook her hand. Hey, here's the situation with the hats. Um, I thought they were on the merch store, but they're not. It turns out we got them specially made, which is part of the reason they were so gosh darn expensive, guy. And we've got um, a, a big cardboard box full of the buggers. <laughs> so what that might turn into, um, Guy and I have been threatening this behind closed doors, is that we will be doing a limited merch tour in New Zealand. Um yeah. Because it is le- legally dubious to travel with merch and not declare it uh, to customs and pay uh, taxes. And, don't think and too much about how we got them back. <laughs> yeah, don't. We don't need to analyse that need, too yeah. much. <laughs> I think we did explain that story in one of the yeah. episodes. I'm just but, saying you don't um, need to bore rate, yourself with the details, everyone. So the long and short of it is, we have the hats. You can't have the hats yet, but um, yeah. to get the <laughs> snapbacks back you? into circulation. We might need to um, connect with some other people. If you're real desperate to get one, send us a message, and I'll, I'll just maybe I'll just post one to you. If it's just a you know a personal two, maybe I can just get one in the mail to you. Um, you're, you're a loose cannon, Timber. I love it. Natalie, wait. But spelt. Oh God, it's your turn. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for number four, three. Ye- you did seven, I did six, you did five, I did four. Number three already. Wow. Number three, and this one's going to feel like it's in bad taste, but it's not really. Uh, it was the aftermath of the death of David Bowie. Not the death of David Bowie. The aftermath. Because this year has been full of topsy-turvy ups and downs. Um, that was probably, David Bowie's passing was the biggest kick in the nuts. Um but every now and then, it's nice to know that the whole world can unite around the fantastic work, the life work of an artist in the true sense of the world, a, a, a rebel, a groundbreaker, a talent, a musician, a fashion icon, uh, a philosopher, a dope dude, a great guy. And, a, and, and I think a, a, good, a good-ish dad, I think at least. Um, so it was nice that everyone got united about how sad they yeah. were about him because there's been lots of things this year where people have been on the opposite sides of things. I don't think anyone was on the opposite side of appreciating how great David Bowie was. And now, here's a letter from Natalie. Hey, Tim, obsessed with your podcast. My name's Natalie and I work... Oh, wait. Is this work or is this... 
Hmm. This doesn't feel like a friend zone email. She's from a business, but I like the opening, <laughs> and I will definitely <laughs> mark to read that later. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna come to, I'm gonna come to your rescue and steal no, this no, 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 no. spot. No, 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 yo, no. yo, yo. I've got no, 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 no. I've got one from Rory. <laughs> oh boy. Off and you go. Cumulo Timbus. <laughs> That's good. Thanks for all the guffaws. It's been said a lot, but damn if it ain't true. The annex YouTube fuckboys have gotten me through a lot of fucked up shit. From moving across the country to having my ex arrested to starting my first real job, listening to you two lose your mind really puts things into perspective. Oh, I'm glad uh, that's your take. And now I've got this fancy degree, a bunch of money, and it can't all go to anime boobs. How much money would we have to throw at you guys to get your mugs on postage stamps? I've already joined the Deciders Club, if that helps. Anyway, y'all are national treasures. Thanks again, and remember, PCP, bad for me. From Sydney. <laughs> that is a good thing to remember. Can I just say as well, um, uh, I'm going to endeavour to try and get the first bit of Patreon stuff out there. Uh, lickety split. Look, it's the holiday period. I've been away. That's no excuse um, I apologise for the lateness. I I did want to try and get it out before Christmas, but then I I went away. I've been out of town um, doing the family families thing. You know, we want to, we want to get that content to the people, guy. We're going to get it out there. You're not wrong. We watched Jingle all the way twice, um, very close to Christmas, and uh, you will get the results of that, which was the Deciders Club f- f- their first decision, the inaugural one. And we did a very weird thing called the Millionaires Club, which I, I look forward to uh, the reaction to. Yeah. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. Um, Rory writes, if Wait. you read, please, yes... Oh, here's number two. Wait, did you do one? 
It's the annual worst idea of all time. Top seven moments of 2016 coming in at, mm. at number two. What were you going to say quickly, Tim? Oh, I was just going to say, it's uh, what I like about this is that we had the forethought to annually do the top seven of 2016. Yeah, I know. You know. Like in 2015, we'll be doing the top seven of 2016. And in 2017, we will again be doing the top seven of 2016. This is the best year to be doing this. You're not wrong. Uh, this one's a, it's, it's more of a personal highlight, but something I really enjoyed was um, during the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, I saw a stand-up comedy show by a friend and comedian Nish Kumar and the show was called Action Speak Louder Than Words Unless You Shout The Words Real Loud and it was the best stand-up comedy show I saw in 2016. A great compliment. Everyone should follow Nish Kumar on Twitter. He is a talent and he's already pretty famous but he could be more famous. Yeah, he's at Mr. He, Nish Kumar. He's a lovely dude. Really nice guy. The nicest. Um, Right. Here it is, front loading with the number two moment of 2000. No, I, just did, I just did number two. Yeah, I know, but now it's, oh God, so this is number one, is no, it? No, well, we do a letter first and then you do number one. No, that's no. you just flipped it up for that one. We usually lead with the number. I'm going to get us back on track for no, number one. No, 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 we can't have back-to-back moments <laughs> of the countdown. Well, guess what, guy? I'm doing it because there are no rules. That was the whole point of us doing We Are Your Friends, to show everyone that there is no rules. There is no structure to this. Okay, well, I mean, if you want to... Coming in at number one for the 2016 annual top seven friend zone worst idea of all time yearly countdown, it was, of course, the signing of the Paris Agreement. Oh, which yes. was co-signed by several countries in April of this year uh, in New York, funnily enough, even though it's called the Paris Agreement, in, a, in a, a vain attempt to try and take us off our destructive um, planetary-ending course of burning fossil fuels uh, that will consume the planet before long, uh, creating an uninhabitable environment for generations to come. But we thought, let's sign a document and shake our heads about it and pat ourselves on the back That's and say, right. congratulations. Because so we <laughs> while we are still on a warpath as we march towards the destruction of our home, <laughs> Earth, we can at least slow things down so it happens in a much more painful and yeah. long-winded way. If anything... Maybe, and this this seems like um, perhaps, and I don't like to mix the friend zone and politics, maybe something that could happen under the, the Trump administration. And I simply say that because he has a, a very unique way of looking at the world and he does things differently and he doesn't um, pay a lot of credence to protocol. Doesn't he just? Maybe they could start their own agreement where they're actually, you know, the general scientific consensus seems to be we've come too far anyway. Let's speed it up. Let's burn more fossil fuels and just get this over and done with. Uh, yeah, let, let's enjoy ourselves while we can. Let's have the biggest party, just absolutely I, polluting everything. Well, I'm glad you brought this up, Tim, because I next year will officially be on record on uh, national television in New Zealand as uh, yeah. outing myself as a staunch climate change denier. That's right, and I think you drag your perceived employer um, with you. This is related to a, sh- a TV show that guy hosts here in New Zealand called Fail Army, which um, 
is a real treat. Yeah, I can even <laughs> find some interesting stuff. It's like it. it's like America's Funniest Home Videos. I've even got the the bit of script up. I'll, I'll do this before we get to the next letter because I think please it's do please great do. bit of script. So it's me and Joseph Moore from the Walkout Boys. We host it together, and uh, Joseph says nothing says Christmas like a family get this after a video of a family jumping into a creek. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nothing says Christmas, and this was our, our Christmas special, which will be released. Yeah, that was the implication in yes. April. Nothing says oh, Christmas. In April, sorry. Nothing says Christmas like a family getting together to try and jump over a creek. And then I say, I bet one thing that family is asking for next Christmas is a smaller creek with less water in it. And Joseph says, well, thanks to global warming, they may get their wish. And then Guy says, come on, Joseph, it's Christmas. Can't we avoid talking about politics just once? And then Joseph says, I'm sorry, I know you're a staunch climate change denier. And I say, <laughs> I sure am. If it's really happening, why hasn't the minister at my church said anything about it? And then what happens is like about a hundred New Zealanders write very angry messages at my Twitter account. Yeah. Did that happen? It hasn't been released yet. Oh, good. I'm looking forward to the the destruction of Guy Montgomery online. Oh, Rory. Um, look, this is, this is weird. Um, the first thing that strikes you about this email when you open it is a screenshot of James Blunt. Ah. Twitter account the top bit of his Twitter account this is from uh, someone who says at the top uh, if you read this please don't use my name because I am a paraboy paranoia boy dear Quimbley Spinley and Guy McNology McNology it is long it has long been taken as a fact this season of the podcast that the fuck boys were just there ignorant boys with no notion of what it takes to be successful in the music industry this seemed a sensible conclusion, owing to the ludicrousness of that, quote, the guy who made Instagram, end quote, scene. However... Captain Sidestream. Captain Sidestream. However, in the fever to rightfully mock the boys... But can I just go through the spelling of how he spelled boys in this one? He's changed the spelling of boys every time he's put it in the email. <laughs> this one is B-W-A-Y-O-I-J-Y-S. <laughs> In the fever to rightfully mock the boys, one piece of sage advice was disregarded as being just another erroneous motto. The boys claimed to be uh, claimed that to be successful, all you need is one song. This was heartily scorned and scoffed uh, at by you, the brave boys. But little did you know that this hypothesis is entirely accurate. Recently, James Blunt, multi-platinum recording artist, sitting on a hefty net worth of eighteen million US. Uh, announced a new album set for 2017 and making light of the terrible fever dream that has been 2016 in the process. Old Blunty Boy is quite well known for his Twitter japes and comedic jokes, and his album announcement reminded me of this. I logged into the Twitter sphere, went to his account, and was stunned at what I found. There, right there on his uh, bio, is the answer. I've attached the image below. Uh, and his bio is... Uh, James Blunt, Cotney rhyming slang for the good stuff. Proof that one song is all you need. <laughs> That's uh, he's he's being tongue in cheek and self referential there because James Blunt, in fact, had two smash songs from his debut album, Back to Bedlam. Of Jesus. course, all right. There yeah. was "You're Beautiful," yeah, uh, which was the one that he was best known for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, though, there was also "Goodbye, My Lover." I don't know that one. Goodbye, my lover. 
Goodbye, my friend. Anyway. Unnamed Paranoia Boy, um, thanks for the screenshot. That email feels like it was too long to make the point, but I appreciate it. This one comes from Kieran. You may read my name, goddammit, McCusker. <laughs> hey, that's a familiar name. Sup, boys? Just wanted to let you know about and thank you guys for inspiring me and my mate Jericho, a fellow longtime fan of the podcast, to finally start up our own daft cinematic potty. Another effort in pointlessness and frustration, which listening to the Walkout Boys also persuaded us to go ahead with. Our setup, which shares some similarities with the Walkout Boys, has Jericho and I going to the cinema every week and seeing half of a film each. We swap over at the midway point using the same ticket and sitting in the same seat and try to piece together the film after and podcast. It's called Trading Places. We have three episodes out so far, which have seen us desecrate and mistreat Inferno, a streetcar named Bob and Sully, Oh, Inferno. I thought that was one movie, Inferno, A Streetcar Named Bob and Sully. (laughs) But no, there's a movie called Inferno and a movie called A Streetcar Named Bob and Sully. Bad Santa 2 in the pipeline. We're still developing it each week and our recording devices remain a bit primitive, but it'll be a pleasure if you guys gave it a listen, see what you thought, see if I can help Guy improve his atrocious Scottish accent, winky face. Shameless social media plug before I end. We're at TradePlacePod on Twitter and on Facebook. And you can find us on iTunes at simply Trading Places Podcast. As your brilliant potty draws to an end, we hope another one begins. Live every moment and love every day, my friends, Kieran. P.S. Looking forward to the We Are Your Friends director's commentary, a highlight of each season of the podcast. Can't wait to hear what Max and Joseph have to say. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that too, and it did occur to me recently that that has got to be sneaking up. Oh, it's got to be soon. That's got to be real soon, but we've got to be in the same place for it, so it won't be the next episode, but it might be the one after that. No I actually don't doubt. know um, how this is. Oh, there's someone behind you there, guy. You've got I've got you in the um, video Skype, and someone just walked right by you, and it freaked me oh, out. Everyone's having a good time. This it's it's beautiful, it's sunny outside. They're all catching up, reflecting on the night that was. Maybe making plans for the day that will be. Well, let's not let you get it back into your friends just yet, because I've got a couple more bits of correspondence I want to read before we wrap this puppy I got up. So, I've still got so many. Oh, do you really? Well, we've got to put a cap on it at some point. This, this you know. But I'm still shit. clearing. Always I'm still wanting more. I'm still clearing emails from uh, the 18th of December. That's all right. This this next one comes to us from the 15th of December, so it wins, and it's from Connor, who gave us fifteen dollars, dude, and that's fifteen US, which is uh, as you know bless you 800,000 schmeckles in New Zealand you boys are good boys but you boys are fuck boys here's to Zicoli meeting up with SJP and Sandler for the trilogy finale episode now that I've paid you we've formed a contract <laughs> uh, should have thought of that you dips shout out to Ryan and that is from Connor I'm gonna say B is how his last name starts um, because I, I don't know if he wants his good message name Connor there. really right. good here's one here's one for you Tim all right, okay. Gim and Ty, hopefully you guys catch this before the next friend zone. I've been catching up on this series, binge listening as I travel across the country, and I'm loving the state you guys get yourself into just to be able to put up with this film. I looked so crazy on the tube the other day because I lost my shit laughing so hard when Tim was under the table in your episode with Reese. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a, a rare moment of vulnerability from Tim at that podcast. In two weeks, I'm packing up all my stuff and flying across the globe to explore your beautiful country of New Zealand as a solo traveler. Please tell me that you're doing some live recordings as I want to come see one so badly or that you guys are doing stand-up so that I can come and Uh-oh. see. 
Uh oh. I'm starting in Auckland. This is on the 18th of December. I'm starting in Auckland and will be there for New Year's Eve. Have you got any recommendations of how to spend the night or what to do in the city? Got a week there and hoping to see some comedy and do some rock climbing. If there are any Auckland-based worst idea of all time listeners who have any tips slash willing to go to a comedy gig or something with me, that would be awesome too. Keep up the amazing work. All my love, Charlotte Ironside. P.S. You can say my whole name because I think my surname Oof. is pretty awesome. I'm a teacher <laughs> and the kids think I'm a transformer because of my surname. <laughs> God damn it, that is cool. Charlotte, here's my recommendation. Um, and this is this is going to sound a bit promo-y. But there's a, a new mu- music festival in town called Wonder Garden that's happening oh, yeah. in Auckland on yes. New Year's Eve. Yes. I would go to that. Um, Absolutely. We- in fact, there might even be a way, guys. Send me that message. I might, um, I, I might pull a few strings and see if I can get Charlotte for being a listener who has come to New Zealand um, to our 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 fair town. Uh, I think I might be able to get her a ticket for free to that. But it's a bit. It's it's like ninety dollars or something if it's not, and it's got some really great, great, great New Zealand artists, and it's its first year, so everyone who's in town should go and get uh, amongst. I will. I'll, I'm just gonna do that right now, Tim, so I don't forget. Oh, good on you. You're good on you, mate. Um, may I read you a message while you do that, guy? You may. Timothy Romero Bat and Guy Bert Sylvester Montgomery. Dig the podcast, dig the friend zone. It's a wonderful way for all us friends to show how we appreciate each other and share happy thoughts. Have you ever wondered if anyone's ever died while listening to the podcast? Jesus, that took such a sharp turn. I think I came close. I was cruising down the highway listening to the last episode of my car stereo when one of the tires blew and sent me rolling. Luckily, I was able to crawl out of the now upside down vehicle oh my god and listen and finish listening to the episode uh uh on my phone at the hospital despite me being covered in blood and wearing a neck brace you ended the episode by telling me i look fabulous (laughs) i'm completely okay now and have a renewed energy uh to both live every moment and love every day might have to get a shirt speaking of how did you all decide who got the cunctus tattoo I can't imagine a guy was jumping for that one. Or maybe I can. Anyway, just wanted to say thank you for keeping me entertained on a pretty crummy day. Good job, dudes. I like to thank... Uh, oh, sorry. I, uh, I'd like to have sent this as a donation, but look, you've already got me for $5 a month. There it is. Love, Eric. No last name. God damn. Read that by accident. Uh, what does that mean? Read that by... I don't, I don't know what that means. Eric... Um, holy smokes, man. Uh, I hope you're okay now. That was sent on the 16th, so it's been two weeks. I hope the neck brace is off. Maybe it's not, um, and it wasn't too much of a hindrance for your Christmas. That is full on. A vehicle flipped, dude. Yeah, a vehicle did flip. Man alive. Um, I know that people have listened to the podcast during sex before, which for my money is the opposite of I think you blocked an orgasm. Yeah, I did. Yes, yeah. Which is... Not something I'm proud of. It's funny though. Hey, I'll never dear, be proud of that, dear boys. And also to answer your question, I think probably someone has died listening to the podcast, and I don't think a podcast oh. has made it until that's happened. <laughs> okay, another letter. Thank you, Eric. Dear boys, my brother and I have just undergone grown-ups too. For as we repeatedly yelled before, during and after this colossal mistake, our boys. While we've always held you in the highest regard and admired your titanic achievement, we have a few comments. We felt, as we took the Grown Ups 2 ride, that you have undersold Nick Swartzen's performance while overplaying John Lovitz. 
Now, we love Lovitz. We loved his performance. We loved I'm Having a Wonderful Time. But we felt that the delivery on Say It's True, even if it isn't, was weak. We'd been waiting for that moment because we hold firm to the dictum to live every single one of those things, but found that his delivery was buried in the general garbage pail cast of that scene. However... Nick Swartzen climbing into the bed at the top of the interminable Kmart sequence was both of our shining lights, unequivocally. As per the drinking game rules, we both slapped ourselves and drank because we actually laughed. Get it out of me was a genuinely good line. I'm not too proud to admit this. Also, the first raft explosion in Kmart elicited a genuine lol. We both felt that this man had real potential and we were surprised that you did not respond to him in the same way that we did. However... We are in emphatic and vivid agreement that Braden is a warlock and we would follow him into battle against either Brady the Rat King or Dickbot. He's a force of nature and his powers have never truly been tested. He's the unsung hero of the worst leader of all time saga and we want to state here and now for the record that we are Team Braden. Thank you for doing what you do. You're good boys. You're brave boys. And we send you kisses because they're always gifts. XOXO, at least two gifts. Jamie and Rob. FYI, you are welcome to read my name as I'm sure you've already done. <laughs> I am on the I'm putting myself on the record as saying I love that letter and here's why had a lot of touchstones to prove that they're, they're big fans they've been listening for a long time they've really dug into it and they've experienced what we've experienced now vis-a-vis grown-ups too but they're not in dead agreement with us on everything and those no. are my favourite kind of people clever people who are into a thing and not just blindly following everyone else along God bless you, brothers. You are good boys. They are good I like boys. You a lot. They're goodies. What do you want to maybe, do? I want to touch. Maybe, the, I want to touch them on the butt. I I, I just want to give them a Overcloth. little rub on the ear, like the top of the oh, ear, where there's the cartilage. Give them a little bit of that. Um, <clears throat> that's what I would like to do to those brothers, and I would like to mm, not concede but entertain the notion that Nick Swardson uh, delivered a better performance than we gave him credit for. You guys, we have gone fabulously over time on this one. Um, we're going to let Guy get back to his wonderful holiday. Uh, I'm going to get in a car quite soon and, and travel uh, up to the north of New Zealand and see some cool beaches for a few days and do some camping. Um, love to all of you. We'll be watching We Are Your Friends very soon, which will be interrupting our New Year's plans, no doubt. That's right. want to do through our lives. Have a happy new year and may 2017 truly be the year of you thriving in a way you haven't thrived before. You may have thought you've thrived, but that was uh, merely a blip on the thriving radar. Yeah. Relative to what lies ahead of you. May Brady bless your path. May Dickbot vanquish your enemies. May... Uh, Captain Sidestream deliver you riches beyond your wildest imagination and may Mate. Adam Sandler deliver to you the laziest, funnest times with your friends. And may Kevin provide you with one free ride on his Ferris wheel. <laughs> the, the tragic, tragic Ferris wheel. Okay, bye everybody. Bye See now. Ya. Wait, do we need to tell them to do anything? I can't remember. Do what you want. Honestly, it's the holidays. <laughs> Leave me alone. Well, it's the friend zone. The Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. The Tim and Guy. Because making friends is the best idea of all time. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try... 
movie. Maybe it's maybe it's like canon that he's a dog. But it's made very clear, and they're like, "Well, no one coming to the second movie yeah, we- <laughs> hasn't seen the first. We don't have to spend a long time explaining that he's a dog in the a man suit." Third act reveal of the first Jack Reacher is that he's a dog, and it's it, it, this is a series of beloved books yeah. that we that it's because he's a dog that everyone loves this dog dressed as a man. Who is really good at helping people out of sticky situations? Well, it's not like Harry Potter begins and is like Harry Potter Seven begins and it's like he's a wizard yeah, and yeah, muggles yeah. are people. They don't have to explain. They they assume you know. Yeah. So I guess in this one they just assume you know that <laughs> he's a dog in a man suit. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 